You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. I'm your boy, Al Mega. Thank you one and all for tuning in today for this very special podcast today. We have a real-life superhero that is spreading happiness all throughout the world, for real. I mean, this is a father and son entrepreneurial team doing their thing. Let me tell you, they're killing it. They, they inspire me, and I'm sure they're going to inspire you. Let me introduce the one and only superhero himself, Sogman John Cronin! How you doing, John? And his papa, Mark X. How you doing, guys? We are really happy, really great to be here. You got a great intro there, Al. This is awesome. (laughs) Did anyone ever tell you you kind of sound like Stan Lee? (laughs) Stan Lee? I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, I heard about Stan Lee. You know about Stan Lee. Saying I'm, I sound like Stan Lee. Sometimes I, I was more aspiring towards Tom Waits. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today to talk about your very, very inspiring journey. I mean, wow. I mean, you guys got like the the top sock business in the states, possibly the world. I mean, spat, smashing it. And I, I need to know this origin story because it, it, it's truly inspirational. You guys, it, it's social entrepreneurism. I mean, how did you even know how to navigate that? I mean, I, I'm, I'm inspired. So first up, where are you guys originally from? Well, uh, we're on Long Island in a town called Huntington, about okay. 35 miles outside New York City. Um, hey, a Long Island guy. But I grew up in Brooklyn, in Greenpoint. Ah, we lived in Greenpoint. John wasn't there. We lived oh, really? in Greenpoint uh, in the early 90s. We were hipsters before there were hipsters. We didn't even know <laughs> we were hipsters. <laughs> before it was really cool, or if right. you want to call it cool, if it was. All the pens, you know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And, and what era was that that you were in Greenpoint? That was in the early 90s. Okay. Uh, we... Uh, we had been living, my wife and I, in a nice studio apartment in Manhattan, living the high life until we had those kids. <laughs> you know, the studio wasn't going to fly anymore, and uh, we lived in Greenpoint because it was cheap. And, At the time, uh, yeah. It not was now. Cheap. We, no, <laughs> not now. Uh, we went to the first opening of an art gallery there. Uh, we had a, a lot of fun. We started a... I started one of my businesses there, New Gutenberg Software. Oh, um, word. We That's put out Baseball for Windows 94, rave reviews. Everybody <laughs> loved it. We lost every penny we had. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, isn't, isn't that the journey of an entrepreneur, right? You, uh, you know, you follow your passion sometimes, you know, there's failure, but hopefully you learn lessons in that failure. That's what step. it is. It's just... Uh, it's just tuition you pay to get smarter. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll use a boxing analogy. The champion is the one who keeps answering the bell. Oh. You just keep getting up off the floor and fighting. And the one who gets up the most, you're the champion. 
Well, you're not lying. That's the truth. So, t- Don, tell me about you. I mean, tell me about yourself growing up and stuff. Um, well, I'll give you a description. I'll tell yeah. you a few things, right? John Boy here, my youngest son and partner. He's the baby? He's the youngest. You are an entrepreneur? Yes, I am. A philanthropist? Yes. An athlete? A dancer? Yes, I am. A superhero at night? A lover? Hey! (laughs) And you happen to have Down syndrome. I do. What do you say about Down syndrome? I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome? Never hold me back. No, it never holds. Obviously me back. not. Look at everything you've accomplished. My God, you're my hero. Let me tell you, kiddo. Wow. So, what made you, you know what started the entrepreneurial journey? With well, you this particular one. So we we just celebrated our fifth anniversary in December. Yay! We'll, we'll go, Congrats. We'll go back to the beginning, and our story starts in a small. Log cabin in the woods. No. No, not really. It, it no. starts in, in Huntington in the suburbs <laughs> of New York City. And where were you, pal? I, I, I was in Huntington High School. Going to be my last day school. John was in Huntington High School. Um, and here's something you may not know, Al. If you have a disability... Anywhere in the U.S., you can stay in the school system until you turn 21. And then they say, get out. Um, But until then, what's really great about it is all your services and programs are right in front of you. But after you leave school, you're on your own, and it can be hard to navigate. How how hard was it to navigate? Well, as a parent, I mean, you know, you know, here you are now. Oh, man, we were worried about it. We were worried. You know, what was John going to do? And and he was trying to figure out what was he going to do? And what were you looking at? I'm like a job program in school. I got that job that I can like. We're looking at all sorts of things. Wow. But he didn't say anything he liked. And that's an unfortunate reality. There just aren't good choices available to people with differing abilities. I mean, consider yes. this. Fewer than one in five people with a disability are employed in the U.S. Wow. But John here, he's a natural entrepreneur. If he didn't see something he liked, what were you going to do? Um, I want to create one. I want to make one. And what did you uh-huh. tell me? I said, I want to be with my dad. And I found myself in Tacoma. He comes and says, Dad, I want to go into business with you. So, yes, John is my youngest son. I'm a lucky man. I've got two <laughs> And this is one I could work with. So, <laughs> <laughs> but then we had to come up with an idea. What were we okay. going to do? And you may notice about entrepreneurs, Al. Entrepreneurs have ideas all the time. They walk oh, yeah. around. They're just flying out. Hey, we have pens and papers. We start right. writing. What What are you writing now? <laughs> but not every idea is a good idea. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what was one of your ideas? I, I food truck. I got an idea from the movie Chef and Chef Farrow. That oh, cool. I thought of buying a food truck. Right? So okay. a food truck. That sounded like a fun idea. And you were very excited, weren't you? Right. And you were thinking up things we could make and where we could go. Ooh. But we ran into a problem. Okay. We can't cook. 
Yeah, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's then, a big problem if you want a food truck. <laughs> but then, right before Thanksgiving, John had his eureka moment. I, 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 I said, I said, I want to uh, sell cricket socks. Why socks is fun, it's colorful, it's creative. I've always been being me. I want cricket socks my whole life. John, wow. we used to drive around looking for these socks. So really? he came to me and said, we should sell socks. I was like, you know, that could work. If you love them that much, surely other people would too, and we could find our tribe. And and what we did, Al, we went the lean startup route. Okay. So we just said, let's get something up and running. And people will tell us, they'll vote with their wallets to tell us whether or not they think this will work. So we set up a, you already had the name. I got a name, I got a website. We set up a website. How soon did you do that? Like how quickly? Very quickly. And and you were already acclimated. I mean, you had a software store, right? So. Well, I, I was starting some online businesses and I had my fingers in other things. So we said, hey, we'll get this up and running on the Shopify platform. They make it easy. We got a little bit of inventory. We were bootstrapped and we weren't going to pour a lot of money into it. So, and how did you even find inventory? How did you know how to go? You and and, and we how was you guys at, doing this together? I mean, how, how, John, how did you say that's what I want? That it was it was just the two of us. We went searching for people that made socks and would sell us okay. the socks. And so here's one of the things, and John was key to this. Um, you ran into kind of a catch twenty two. The suppliers were telling us, we're not going to sell to you until you demonstrate that you have a business and you have customers. Oh, wow. Well, how could we get customers <laughs> if you won't sell to us? It's not like a college student. You know, hey, you need experience, but how can I get experience if you're not giving it to me? And I'm not going to do work for free now. Come on. So, <laughs> so we did a lot of cajoling, and John was very helpful in that. Nice. And then the two of us would sit there and pick out the sides, right? Right. And and the only marketing we did, we set up a Facebook page, and I would take out my cell phone, and we made videos. Okay. And who do you think was in those videos? I am. I talk about socks. Socks, socks, more socks. Right. <laughs> I loved it. And we noticed something. People started sharing those videos. Nice. So when we opened, what day did we open? We opened on Friday, December 9th, 2016. Hey, that's the birthday right there of the sock. And- and we didn't know what to expect. And that first day, we got a flood of orders, or it felt like a flood of orders. We got 42 orders the first day. Oh, oh yeah, so, man, you're overwhelmed on day one. You're like, oh, oh wow, what's going on? Okay. And most of them were local, which made sense. Nice. You know, people knew us and stuff. And what did we do with those with those first orders? Our home deliveries. We did home deliveries. No, you didn't. So we got red boxes. We put the socks in the boxes, and we looked at it. Said it needs something else. I think a note and candy. He would put a handwritten thank you note, and we got bags of Hershey's Kisses and poured them in the boxes, loaded up the car, and we drove around and you knocked on doors delivering. I did. There were some nights, Al. We were out at ten thirty at night, and John's knocking on doors, saying, 
just John with your socks, you know, hands <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how the customers respond? Have a lot day and they took the fire, took my pictures, the same on Sunday Mia, I went against Aspen. But but you ask like, how did we do this stuff? Um, you know, we could tell this story and it sounds all, you know, magical. But of course there were bumps. Like, even that very first day. What time were we going to open? Uh, I, I took 10 in the morning. We're going to open at 10 in the morning, but what happened? Well, I'm done crashed. I was in my dad. The website crashed. Oh. Because our webmaster, who would be me, screwed something up. So we had a fix set. We opened at 3 in the afternoon. And then... We started selling so much, we were running out of inventory. So that Saturday night, we drove to every Kmart in Suffolk County, buying all the socks we could, just so we would have something to sell. Um, you know, because you keep making do. But at the end of that month, really two weeks, we had shipped 452 orders and had $13,000 in revenue. And we said, oh, we got something here. Oh, wow. And and to give you an idea of how we've grown, wow. when we started, we could put all the different socks we had on one table. Okay. Today, John, how many different socks do we have? We have uh, 4,000 different socks and main sources. We have what? 4,000 socks, which makes Sock Man here. John Literally Curry, Sock Man. We, Owner of the world's largest sock store. That's right. Nobody has oh, the sock king. You know what? Change that from sock man to the sock king. He, he Where's is, your crown? He is a sock tycoon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what, Al? You know why? You know one of his motivations. You know, you you probably met people. Maybe this yourself. There are a lot of guys. They learn how to play the guitar so they can meet women. Yeah. John started the sock business. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, so are we going to change this to the sock pimp now? <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, I love it. That's how we got started, and we learned a lot. You learn by doing, right? We learned people want to buy socks. People want to buy socks for me. They wanted to buy from John. Nice. They like the fact. They like the personal touch. Of the note and the candy. They That's like the fact idea, that we pledge five percent of our earnings to the oh, Special wow. Olympics. So you they blessed like, that from the get. You knew you were gonna do that. Yes. You, gonna, you so, so yeah. what inspires that philanthropy as well? Because it's not enough to just sell stuff. You gotta give Beautiful. back. You gotta have, you know, what's our mission, John? Spread happiness. Spreading happiness. And what do you say are the keys to happiness? I do for others and gratitude. Do for others and gratitude. So yeah, you know, it's a simple thing. You're a special Olympic athlete. Yes, I right? am. What sports do you play? Uh, basketball, track field, soccer, and snowshoe. Okay. Oh, really? I ain't playing with you. You probably beat me <laughs> and everything. I, I'm not good at sports. Handball. You know, handball, that's probably the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> Here's the thing, Al. If there was no Special Olympics... There'd be no John's crazy socks. Mm. So it's natural to give back. Love it. But we also found that people had an emotional connection to John. 
we were hearing from families that had children with Down syndrome or with autism. We were hearing, you know, from families where somebody passed away and they connected to them. And the other thing we got out of it, you learn by doing. So we learned that this young man. He's an old man. And this old man, we could get a box. Uh, I love it. So we've gone on to create this business. And it's a a slightly different type of, of business model. It's a social enterprise. We have a social mission like a charity, but we're a business. Yes. And that social and that business purpose are indivisible. They feed off of each other. If all we're doing is selling socks, who would notice us? But it's because of the story and the mission that everything becomes transformed. Pretty cool, right, buddy? Yeah, cool. I love it, man. I mean, you guys are definitely inspiring. So... So, uh, you know, you mentioned before uh, about, you know, working with people with differing abilities. So what are the benefits of creating a unified workplace where people with differing abilities can work side by side? You know, so it was typical. You know, we built the business on five pillars. Explain and hope. Well, we'll, do, we'll, we'll just focus on the first one, right? So the first one is inspiration and hope. Yes. And that's the most important one. We okay. want to show the world what people with different abilities can do. Mm. So more than half of our colleagues have a different ability and, and understand we hire them because it's good business. Mm. It's not altruism. We need good workers and there's a labor shortage out there. Yes. And because we open our labor pool to everybody. Right. So that helps our business. And then we want to show the world what our colleagues can do, what John can do. So we yes. create content all the time for social media. That's why he's sock man. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite hero now. When are we going to get the sock man movies and sock man toy figures, sock man socks? Are there <laughs> sock man socks? There are sock man socks coming, but he, hey. you know, was inspired by, he made Down Syndrome superhero socks that John designed. Oh, cool. That's what inspired this. Right. What's your favorite so, superhero, John? Do you have one? You have a favorite superhero? Incredibles. Uh, the Incredibles. Oh, they're awesome superheroes. Yeah, they're like the Pixar Fantastic Four. I, lo- I like yeah. them too. Yeah. But we we do a lot in that regard of showing. Like we host tours for schools and social service agencies. We host work group. Host work groups from them. We Amazing. Um, do speaking engagements. So we've crisscrossed Canada, the U.S., Mexico. Um, we do advocacy work. We testify twice before Congress. Yeah, I wanted so to ask you that. How important was that to the business, you know, in Congress? Wow. And how it, did it even happen? <laughs> because people had heard about us, and the Small Business Committee wanted to hear about employment with people with different abilities, people wow. with disabilities. Wow. Um, and John went and rocked them. That's why they, another part of Congress had not come back. We, we just, yesterday we arranged, we're going to be speaking to the New York State Assembly up in Albany. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's part of the business. So it's, our, here's our strategy or our approach. We drive the mission 
of spreading happiness, of showing what people can do, of giving back. We drive the mission. We deliver customer experience, connect with our customers. That, by driving the mission, we create a brand and we create awareness, and then that leads to sales. So it's really the more we can do for people, the better off the business is. Mm. So like today, we've opened up our now our fourth annual Autism Can Do Scholarship. It's a $5,000 scholarship for somebody in the autism spectrum. So you give away that money. We're trying to help. We're trying to show what people with autism can do. But now our customers, they love that. They want to be part of a business that's doing that. So what winds up happening, the, we may be the world's largest sock store, but at the end of the day, we're not really a sock store. The socks become the physical manifestation for the story and the mission. And we're not just doing creating transactions with customers. When they're buying from us, they know, you know, they're getting great socks, right? We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. So you're getting great socks. Is that, a, is that how you start getting that high repurchase rate, man? <laughs> Jeez. Yes. But they also know, oh, they're employing people with different abilities. So because they buy from us, we have John Schneider and, and, and John Bleeker and Gary and Masoom and uh, Alyssa and Stephanie all working here. And they know it enables us to give back. So here's a really cool thing. I get to be proud of my son. John here is a special Olympic athlete who has now donated over $100,000 to Olympics. More my than any special Olympic athlete ever. Really? Oh my gosh! Wow! You 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 keep climbing. I think you're. That's it. You're above Superman. Soccer man could beat Superman and Batman. And everybody easy. Now forget about it. You are a true superhero, my friend. A real superhero. You get the wow. right? Wow! I'm so impressed. So I just saw something. Apparently, uh, you have some type of relationship with, with the former U.S. president. <laughs> we've, uh, we've actually had a few presidents wear John socks, but John had become sock buddies, if you will, with former President Bush, George H.W. Bush, oh, father. And, okay. And it started back in 2017. In the spring, we saw an article about how the former president liked to wear colorful and crazy socks. And what do okay. you say? I was socks. John says we should send him socks. Now, John says that a lot. Let's send him socks. <laughs> so we sent a box of socks. And a little while later, his office called up and said, the president loved that. Can we get some more? Did you ask for us? Is this a prank call? <laughs> the president. We so we get some more. We sent him more. And then he sent John socks. Really? He started corresponding like that. Um, sock work. pals for real. Who needs pen pals? Yeah, sock pals. Wow. And then on World Down Syndrome Day in 2018, the former president tweeted out a picture of him wearing John's Down Syndrome superhero socks. 
and thanking his good buddy John for the socks, right? Right. That excited you? Yeah, they do. That's big. Awesome. But here's part of the connection. It was President Bush who signed the Americans with Disabilities Act. Mm. And that changed the world for millions of people, including John. Yes, of course. With the, that legislation enabled John to receive the education he did, which led to John's crazy socks. Yeah, look at that. Exactly. And let, that led to such positive. I mean, look, a perfect example. I mean, he's a living example of the success of, of programs like that. But then uh, in April of that year, uh, Robert Bush passed away, the former president yeah. wife. And the office called and asked us to send socks that the president and the family wanted to wear socks to honor her commitment to family literacy. Mm. So we grabbed some socks from one of our suppliers and overnighted them. And we didn't know, you know what was going to happen. But the day of her funeral, the president wore those socks and his only communication with the world was to tweet out a picture of the socks he was wearing. And, you know, to think wow. that in a time of need, wow. of real pain, that a former president had reached out to my son and that John was able to be there for him. That was pretty special, wasn't right. it? Right. Right. That's, that's mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Wow. Yeah. Deep. So you come back and you asked about philanthropy and doing things. I know it sounds trite, but the more we do for others, the better off we are. And you do it without asking, oh, is this good business? You just follow. We know what our purpose is, right? It's spreading happiness. We know our values. And as long as we keep living those, we'll be here and we'll find success in the long run. Right? We're not looking. We're not Understand, we want to make money. We we like to live indoors, you know. <laughs> but you take you do the right thing, and the business follows. Of course, that's that that's the truth. I got the right partner here. Huh? So so how is it, John? Do you like working with your dad? I do. I lo- I love working with my dad. I I he give me his trains and I he with me. And um, I hear another curve. It is awesome to be able to work with my son. <laughs> and some of the experiences we've had of, uh, you know, sitting there testifying before Congress and sitting at that table and looking next to my son and, you know, next to me, and there's my son. How and look where we at, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So the best thing for us. You know, we've been so fortunate with many wonderful experiences. But the best is when we're really busy here. And this place is full of people and it's full of energy and life and vitality. There is nothing better than that. I agree. I agree. There is nothing better when you're in service to to your community, you know, and and then they give you that love back. Now that you're asking for it. But, you know, to see it come back definitely makes it feel all worth it. It, make, it makes it soul full, don't it? Yeah. 
right? I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So what's next for you guys? I mean, what's going on? So you guys are talking at, you know, in New York Bay, but what's going on with John Space Socks? Next steps? I mean, how many more sock designs are we going to get? <laughs> well, we, we're in this for the long haul. We want to grow and reach more people, create more jobs. So here's what we're doing now, right? We're growing our online business. We are now growing our B2B business of selling to other businesses. Mm. Because for years, we've had Microsoft and Google and IBM calling us up saying, will you make socks for us? So now we're saying, oh, what would happen if we market that? And so we have custom socks and a gift program and a charity fundraiser. Well, you're telling me I could get some Comic Crusader socks? We can absolutely. We'll reach out to you. <laughs> we can make Comic Crusader socks for you. We've done it for other podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Um, and, and we're going to be entering the wholesale market. Um, oh, fantastic. So creating our own special line to sell in wholesale. We're going to be in 600 Kohl's stores in the Whoa. fourth quarter this year. How did you manage all that, brother? I mean, they, is that you or do you have an extended team? I mean, they came to us. Now, what? we do. We did in 2019, we, we found a strategic partner, a third generation family business that manufactures socks. But Kohl's came to us because they loved the story and they loved the brand. But because we now have the right infrastructure, we're able to produce those socks. So we're going to be selling there. We're going to be selling on Macy's.com. We're already selling on Zappos. We were the first sock store with Zappos adapted. Well, that makes sense with Zappos for sure. (laughs) Get some new kicks. uh, Better get some hot socks. But (laughs) here's a really cool thing that we're going to roll out in October of this year. We're introducing a program called JCS Champion. Okay. And what we're going to do is put people with a different ability into business. We're going to give them a business in a box so they can open their own micro business. We're going to give them a stand. We're going to give them inventory. We're going to give them training and marketing material so they can set up their own business. And they can go to farmer's markets or craft fairs or maybe a store in town and go and sell things. It's not a franchise. This will be their business. Um, it's something they can grow at their pace uh, because, uh, you know, here's something you may not know. But if you have a disability and you're collecting disability payments, if you mm-hmm. earn too much money, you lose your benefits. Oh, believe you me, I lived in New York, and there was a, a time in my life many years ago where I did I was unemployed, you know, and I, I got to the point where okay, I need to get food stamps. You know what they told me? Mind you, get unemployment. I made a dollar too much on unemployment to get food stamps. I said, Are you kidding me? I, I'm here with my daughter. And I'm telling you, I'm, I don't have a job. You think unemployment's enough? You're telling me I make a dollar too much on unemployment. I was like, ridiculous. This system is so broken, my brother. <laughs> yeah, it's um, – so our goal, we're going to start enrolling people in um, uh, in October. But our goal is to put 1,000 people in business over five years. Oh, man. Right? And think about how cool that will be if across the United States yes. there are 1,000 new businesses – 
owned by people with different abilities, showing the world, look what we can do. Yeah, it's entrepreneurship, baby. Small yeah. business. That's 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 what America needs right now. You know, us entrepreneurs, you know, that 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 they could build a way and wow, you, you, you guys, wow, want to do that. And how, how did you even manage to build a program, you know, in your mind to, to help them? How, how was that process like? How long did that take? We were at we're we're building it now. Okay. We're getting a lot of advice from people. We have some good people we're working with. But I got the idea. We were actually at a conference at the United Nations on entrepreneurialism and social impact. And I met a guy from Brazil who set up um, a program to give the uh, indigent a business selling nuts. Okay. We got to talking and I was like, oh, mm. You know, because I've never had an original idea. I just take from other people. But, but hey, but that's the way it is, and you tweak it to make it. Right. Well, then they say, how many lines of code you got to change? That's, that's all. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, I, you, you can relate to this. You're in a creative field. I'm a big fan of this guy Shakespeare and of this guy Bob Dylan. And the two of them stole all the time. But then they made it their own. Mm-hmm. And so... If they could do it, we can do it, right? We're not taking money from people, but we're taking ideas and transforming It's seeds, absolutely. I mean, look at Connor say that. It's the seeds from other stuff. And I said, how can I, I do this differently? And that's all. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a quote from Picasso. He says, good, good artists borrow from other artists. Great artists steal. <laughs> Now we know uh, we need to look up the original artist, sir. <laughs> I'm digging it. So I can't wait till you guys launch this. So long, you guys are just amazing. So I need I need to have you back when this is launching. I need those press releases. We'd love to do that. Yeah, I really want to talk about this because that that's that's God's work right there. That is so good. When we're, when we're next down in Orlando, we'll come for a visit. Yeah. Oh, please. And we'll go see out. And, and, and hopefully soon. I, I want to talk to you. I'm serious. I would love me some comic book say the socks. <laughs> we'll follow up. We'd love to make them for you. Because right. I, I have my own superheroes. And I definitely want some sock man socks for sure. I got to show off my favorite superhero now. So, yeah. John, you're, you're awesome, John. Thank you for what you yeah, do, John. You are inspiring. You are a real hero. What you do, you're very special. So thank you. Thank you so much. There's a virtual high five for you <laughs> right there. You're awesome. Much love, kiddo. You're amazing. Mark, yo, you, you are, you're an amazing dad too. I see. I mean, you, you guys, you, you guys have such a wonderful relationship and see you guys work with that, like that. Uh, that's so special, you know. You know, yeah. God bless you guys on that. That's so strong and a beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of males need, you know, strong, you know, male father figures just like yourself. And the example you're showing, kiddo, cool. hats off to you, kiddo. I know I ain't Father's Day, but yo, you know, we need to get celebrated too. <laughs> right in this, I'm right in his coattails. Um, can we, know. can we put in a plug? Wait. Where can people get put it? Put it in. Put it in. John's crazy socks.com. You get great socks. Like I say, 29,000 five star reviews. You help us avoid people with different abilities. You help us give back. And most of all, you help us spread happiness. You put those socks on, they just make you feel good. 
all warm and cozy inside and out. Not just on your feet, but inside and out, right? right. <laughs> and you work advice for people? I do. Follow your heart. Follow your dream. Work hard. So you can do. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Work hard. Show what you can do. Right. Very cool, buddy. Those are real words of wisdom, John. That is so true. Because that's how we achieve, you know, our goals and our dreams like you have. So, again, please, folks, I'll be showing this off. I need you guys to follow this amazing company, follow some team that are on a mission to spread happiness. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and even YouTube where you can see some awesome videos at John's Crazy Socks. This is sounds, folks. John's Crazy Socks. in the website. Get the motors in, donscrazysocks.com. What's popping, brother? Okay. Very cool. Thank you. Right. Yeah, you guys are awesome. God bless you guys. My, mi gente, you know what to do. The author says it all. Hasta la próxima. Much love. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.